Hey guys, it's Morgan, Ellie, and Sadie, and we are back, and I do not know what podcast number this is because we were on vacation for like two weeks, and we are so excited to be back, and we have some special guests with us, and they are well known in the Lebanon community. I think they were all a part of our lives. Yes. Um, they were my basketball coach. I remember they were, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys talk. How old were you when you were, you were not, how old? I'm old, yes. Yeah. That's what you're saying, yes. <laughs> You were recently married, like when you guys came to be my basketball coach, because Kylie, I think you were my seventh grade mm-hmm. and then Matt, you were my eighth grade. Yep. So, but had you been married very long? I think just a couple of years. I think. What year were you in middle school? Do you remember? Can you count? What year did you graduate? What year did you graduate? Sixteen. Yeah. So my first year in Lebanon was oh eight oh nine. And I was your first year, I think. You were my second or third year, something like that. But I think Brock was pretty close to being born. It was her first year. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we've been around a while. Yeah. Had all three of you girls. So. Yeah, the funny thing is, is the one thing I'll never forget is when Kylie had us stand against the wall and wall sit, and she would chuck that basketball at us so hard, and I was like so nervous to get. And there was it. probably Jet sitting in a car seat over on yeah. the side while it was happening. So yeah. But it made you stronger. It did. It did. It was. I bet all of my friends on the team remember that because oh, yeah. we, she would be like wall sit and throw. <laughs> and then it, I remember Matt, you did this drill where you had us try to beat the ball. You would throw the ball down, and we would have to. And you wrestle for it. Yes, yeah. yeah. That, uh, the girls I mean, always love that one. Oh, I cannot believe I remember that. But, yeah. Um, and then you were our yearbook teacher. I think mine, yeah, Ellie. Yeah, that's mine. actually Sadie's where like my passion for photography started was in that yearbook class. So. What do you know? Yes, that's something so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And so um, in our community, Matt and Kylie are just really doing some big things for the Lord, and we're excited about it, and we just want to share that with you. And so, guys, the first question we always ask everyone on this podcast is, what is something real that God has done in your life for you guys, whether that is at a young age in your marriage? We know he does things daily, but just one really evident thing. One thing that I can think of that was pretty recent, we uh, just took a position as uh, youth pastors at LifePoint here in town, and uh, we had been visiting LifePoint, trying to get to know the church a little bit, decide if it was something that we wanted to do, and God had laid it on our heart already, but we were kind of fighting it because we're busy, we had a lot of stuff going on, we have a great church that we attend in Marshfield, um, and just didn't know if it was the right fit for us, and we're sitting there in worship, um, and I was sitting there telling God, I don't know if we can do this, a um, lot of lights, a lot of big stuff that we didn't have at our old church. And I said, God, I just want, I want quiet and I want a hymn. And I said, I I don't know why, but that's what I want. And literally right after I said that the entire electric, everything shut down for the service. They lost all their lights. They lost their sound. (laughs) I know. And our worship leader just said, okay, um, we're going to sing amazing grace. And, uh, and it was like, like you said, goosebumps. And I'm just like sitting there and thinking, oh my goodness, this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And it was just a complete God moment. I apologized to our worship leader and said, hey, all that stuff going wrong, that was my fault. Sorry about that. But, um, I asked for yeah, that. I know, I know. But um, so that was definitely something that was undeniable and um, something that set us on this path of youth pastors too. So That's awesome. That's so cool. Even in that same service, um, God had been talking to me too. And one thing that I have prayed over our marriage is that God would continually talk to us, but make sure that we're hearing the same thing, like that, mm-hmm. that he would speak the same thing to both of us. And I was also kind of dragging my heels in 
thinking about making the transition up to Lebanon for church um, because the only church that we had ever gone to as a married couple was in Marshfield and they were good to us and they are very good people. Um, but in this particular service that he's talking about, in my mind, I'm, I'm praying through things and um, I hear the, I, I just hear God tell me, he's like, I put this together and I start replaying in my head, the connections between pastor Kelly with Matt on the soccer team, playing character coach role, um, and just being kind of a team chaplain for them and the relationship, how, how that started. And it was just very clear from the start that this is what God had for us almost to the point where if we didn't do it, it was going to be disobedience. And I didn't want any yeah. part of that. So, um, he was, faithful to speak that same message to both of us. And, and there have been other times over the years that he's spoken to both of us, and it's always the same message um, that we're both getting. And that's how we've been able to test and know his voice is if I'm hearing it and he's hearing it, then we both know that that's, that's, that's the page we need to be on. Yeah, I just started a Bible study called Finding God Faithful. And um, one thing that she talks about is the church she goes to, the pastor's wife said they were at a church where they were being, I mean, it was successful. The church had grown tremendously. They were happy, but they just kept feeling like God was calling them somewhere else. And she said it was so uncomfortable and she didn't know if she wanted to go. But then she thought to herself, I would rather look back and be like, wow, God, look what you did when I listened to you. Then look back and be like, what could he have done if I would have listened? And mom and I, I always talk about that, like sometimes steps of faith, like I always am like, Lord, please give me an evident sign because it can be uncomfortable. And I I just love that you guys really listened and pray for that for each other that you as a couple, you do that. And so speaking of as a couple, will you tell us your love story? Uh oh. (laughs) Well, I I think every sixth grader in Lebanon has heard this story at some point. I remember asking, like, I probably was that annoying teenager, like when they were our coaches, tell us how you so I'll tell it because I'm really good at telling it because I've told it a million times. But every year in every class. Year in class, every year. So if you're getting ready to be a 6th, 7th, or 8th grader, you might hear this you're again. But um, No, we uh, grew up in Marshfield. We graduated together in 2002, but um, she was rally day queen. She was all-state softball. Like, like I say in class, she was the girl that every guy wanted. Um, and She's I, shaking her head now, yeah, but we well, know it's true. But I was the nerd. Um, I was <laughs> not. Yes. Yes. yes Tall socks and true. glasses. Tall socks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was voted most studious, oh. which means nerd. Um, but so in high, in middle school, our best friend tried to set, well, her best friend, my next door neighbor, Sheraton, tried to set us up. And um, so we watched a movie together. And then at the end, I got up the guts to ask her if she would go out with me. And it was no. Oh. So that, she did in seventh grade. So fast forward, we graduate. She went to Southwest Baptist University in Bolivar. I went down to Texas for a couple of years, graduated from College of the Ozarks. And the same girl who set us up in seventh grade, I went to go work over at the YMCA in Marshfield. And she was one of the bosses there. And she said, hey, are you dating anybody? And I said, no. And she said, well, I think I want to set you up with my friend Kylie. And I said, I think we've already tried this. <laughs> Um, but it worked out and, um, we've been married for 13 years now and have two kids, nine and six. So, um, I always tell my kids, I say, be careful if you're that pretty girl, because that boy, you say, I'd never go out with him because he's a nerd might be your future husband. So (laughs) you just got to be careful with that. But yeah, we, uh, we have known each other a long time and we dated for two years before we got married. 
she was ready to get married after like three days. But I knew right away. I saw you at the YMCA, and I watched you shooting uh, baskets in between games, and I I knew like that's my husband. And I wasn't like super giddy, or you yeah. know how girls can get all like yeah. gi- yeah. giggly and things. <laughs> but I just knew it, and so um, I did not. <laughs> but yeah, um, but. I just waited however long he needed me to wait. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, like, speaking of your boys, mm-hmm. um, tell us a little bit about, like, your family and, like, what you want to teach your boys. Like. I want them to both be just like Matt. <laughs> Aww, that's, that's so sweet. sweet. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> no. Um, when he cleans up after himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling him that story. Never. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, we've got two boys. Uh, Brock is nine and Jet is six. And... Um, they are great kids. Um, we, we love them. Um, and a lot of the reason is because they love the Lord. They really yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Both of them um, have given their hearts to the Lord, been baptized, and I got to lead both of them oh, um, so in awesome. the sinner's prayer. And uh, talk about an, a moment as a dad. That's just mm-hmm. unbelievable when your kid finally gets the head knowledge of understanding what um, God is and what he can do in your life and mm-hmm. wanting him to be a part of their lives forever. So um, proud moments as dads. I mean, there's all the sports moments. We're a sports family. We always have been. We're proud of those accomplishments, but seeing them standing there and worship with their hands raised and um, watching them grow in their relationship with God. Um, uh, Kylie is a lot better at leading them in that than I am. She also is awesome at leading them in Bible studies and just Brock has struggled with anxiety a lot and um, sitting down with him. I can remember a time him sitting on the bed. I'm a tear up, but um, really struggling with some anxiety and Kylie just uh, guiding him through scripture um, and him praying those scriptures over his life and really seeing a turn. So um, yeah, they're awesome boys. Um, they can be not heads every once in a while, but um, we, we love them. Well, I think like since I've been pregnant, one thing I've really thought about is, wow, like I'm I'm the mom to this baby and I'm the person who's going to tell her about Jesus. And I want her to see my husband and I a, a strong love and know that that comes from the Lord. And I want us to be able to lead her. And um, it's a big responsibility. And so like one thing like in your marriage, one thing my husband and I have been praying about is we want to make sure she sees the love we have for each other and the love we have for God. How do you guys keep God in the center of your marriage? Well, go ahead. Okay. Um, We have forever had individual quiet times. That's not something that we have ever really overlapped with each other. Um, Matt is responsible for um, taking his heart to the Lord, and I'm responsible Mm -hmm. for taking mine. We do have nightly prayers, um, but I think one thing that really helps us is we we don't hide anything. Like, 100% at the end of the day, he knows exactly what's happened in my life and I know exactly what's happened in his. And sometimes like that can get to the point where we have nothing new and exciting to talk about, but I can, I can rest my head at, uh, lay my head down on my pillow at the end of the night, knowing that where each of us are, um, the kind of the thermometer of our hearts and our heads and, and then we work through what we need to work through and we enjoy the peaceful times when we have peaceful times. So I think with the boys, too, um, a big thing of our family being centered is just how we live each day of our life. I mean, we make church a priority. Um, we want them there when the church doors are open, um, and we want them engaged in worship. We want them engaged in um, church. We want them to know that, hey, sports are great, um, family gatherings are great, everything, all that kind of stuff is great, but you got to put God number one. 
Um, and I think just doing that in our day-to-day lives um, is a big part of it. I know growing up for us, our parents were always real with us and like mm-hmm. we knew they're, I mean, they were open and honest to each other and they loved each other and we saw that and they, the same thing, we put God first, like we were in church and they let us know what was important. And I think seeing, especially for kids, I feel like sometimes when they hear things, but then don't see them, that's when they really struggle. But if you as parents walk that walk. And your kids see that daily in your house and in your marriage, I feel like. And I see that with you guys so much. And so um, we talked about you're a teacher, you're a youth pastors. What else in your life? Like, I know you hold so you many a lot if job yeah. titles. So, like, what all your coat? I mean. So I think we counted it up and we have, like, eight jobs between the two of us, something like that. So uh, it's crazy. And um, I want to say, though, that every single one of them, like God has opened doors for us to be part of, and he's yet to close the doors on us being part of them. So um, it can get overwhelming at times, but he's faithful to provide us with what we need to make it through. And we've always prayed anything that we're going into. God, open the doors you want us to walk through. And if you don't want us to walk through them, close Close them. I mean, that's what we pray. And then if if it's something that we're doing that we don't need to be doing, God, shut the door. So, I mean, everything that we do, we want to make sure that we're prioritizing the way we should. But if you list them off, um, I teach 6th, 7th, and 8th grade computers, business, and yearbook. Um, and then I'm the high school boys soccer coach. I'm the high school girls soccer coach and then, um, life point youth pastor. So, um, and then I get to maintain the soccer field. So I guess that counts as a job (laughs) too, but, um, so, and then Kylie works with fellowship of Christian athletes. Um, she is a part-time area representative, um, for this area. So there's 52 different schools that they work with, um, uh, spreading the love of God through sports and through coaches. Um, and then she also is a special education teacher, um, works with uh, visual impairment um, with several different districts um, around the area. Um, and then uh, what's your other one? I guess it's Lebanon. Yeah. yeah. She's got just multiple districts that she works with, with the visual impairment. So yeah, we definitely have a lot. And then number one, parents and yeah. um, coach's wife. Yeah. Coach's <laughs> wife. And, and I guess I can be considered a baseball, little league baseball coach yeah. and soccer <laughs> coach and all that for the boys too. And golf coach. Yeah. yeah. Soon to be wrestling way. coach oh, too, right? Yeah. Our oh. youngest is wanting to start wrestling. So oh. Lebanon wrestling, watch out for Jet Jernigan. <laughs> With your life being so busy, I know that making time for God um, can be really hard. And I have a lot of people that ask me, like, how do you balance that with everything um, you have going on in your life? So what is some advice that you would give those people? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I struggled with that early. Um, And I didn't always make that a priority in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And it showed. (laughs) And I'll tell you guys out there, make sure you get a a woman that is going to challenge you in your faith. Um, my, uh, my father-in-law told me, um, (laughs) my father-in-law told me when I asked him, which was by the way, the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, but I went and asked him, um, if I could marry Kylie. And he, one of the first things he said was she's going to push you spiritually. And I said, that's what I want. So, um, but she's done that. And so for me, um, I've got time in the car that I drive to work. That is definitely my answer. Oh, (laughs) Hey, we both do the same thing. But, and then, uh, I try to do, 
COVID was a little weird because we had kids in the classroom during lunch and stuff. But normally during my lunch break, I try to do some type of Bible study or um, or reading during that time. So, um, and then in the evenings we try to do something as a family usually um, that we either pray before bed or whatever it is. Um, but uh, just making sure, and since I've done the youth pastor thing, that's even pushed it even farther to where I'm studying for sermons and different stuff like that. So um, it's tough to, but honestly, time management is something that I'm good at, and it, it's something you have to be good at with as much as we do. So, yeah, um, but I can't it, yeah, but honestly, like everybody looks at our lives and oh my goodness, you must be so busy, but. It's just what we do, and we love it, and it isn't a struggle. It's just kind of we enjoy it. So um, we just prioritize stuff. Google Calendar is our life. So, And <laughs> she yells on, at me, if it's not on Google Calendar, it's not happening. So, yeah. It's hard, too, sometimes because you can get into a mindset that it – it has to like your quiet time has to be with a pretty view and with a cup of coffee and your Bible laid out with like colored pencils that you can journal the most beautiful picture with. And that's like, I think Satan can use that to get us down and put us in a pit because that's not life or reality for a lot of people. Some people it is. And wow, that's awesome. But um, like I am rarely sitting or rarely still. And so um, when I'm driving and I know I, chuckled earlier because he stole my answer but like that's some of my closest moments um for for understanding the voice of god and and maybe just pouring out the depths of the ick inside of me um it's happened when i drive and i wouldn't recommend closing your eyes while you're driving to pray or worship (laughs) and and she cranks the worship music when (laughs) she's when she's driving but then there are times too where it's completely silent because i i need that time to to process and to really dig in so um uh, my best advice is just go with what works and but that's not an excuse to not find something like because i can't sit with a pretty view and a cup of coffee for 30 minutes every morning doesn't mean i am exempt from needing that and so um just find a place it doesn't matter where it's at find what works and make it work well this morning i was doing my hair and i just started singing the song in the garden and i just in i mean old hymnal i don't know why it came to my head and i it like brought me to tears while singing it because i felt god in that moment so so much and i it just spoke to me and i thought it's little moments like that mm-hmm. where we d- it's not intentional it's just i just started singing a song and worshiping god and he just spoke to me and i love that yeah. we don't have to it's not as hard as we make it mm-hmm. and we can add him in every part of our day yeah for sure even in our hair prep yeah <laughs> curling my hair i have a lot of that so i get a lot of time with god curling my hair that's yeah. it that's it. his beard that's, that's right <laughs> That's so funny. Well, guys, what is something like you try to be intentional about to strengthen your relationship with God? Our relationship with God? For me, I think when I talk about being intentional, mine is we have such a busy schedule. I have to be intentional with time. I mean, uh, I was reading a book with LifePoint, and it talked about how if you don't set aside time for God— if your life is too busy, that's going to be the thing that gets thrown to the side. And so um, setting aside time on Google Calendar, I mean, yeah. Yeah. God cool. time. Yeah. But I've um, said before, oh, I didn't have time today to read my Bible. And then I lay in bed and I think I was on Instagram for this amount of time. Yeah, I was on scrolling through Facebook while I was waiting in the waiting room for this amount of time. Like those 
I have a Bible app. I can, yeah. like, and I'm really convicted of that. And so. One thing I talked with, uh, we also help out with FCA at the middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Dudley did that forever and did an amazing job. Yes. Um, and that's kind of fallen to me now that she's retired. So, um, but one thing we talked with our um, middle school FCA about was, is your Bible app streak as long as your Snapchat, Snapchat yeah, oh, streak? And um, how many days have you been in your Bible compared to how many days have you been on your social media? So um, I, we're reading a book uh, with the staff at LifePoint called the, uh, the Relentless Elimination of Hurry, which is really bad for me to read because I'm not real good at that. But um, it talks about how much time in our life we spend on our phone, how much time we spend in front of a screen. And um, like you were saying, sometimes it isn't. Um, I didn't have time. It's I didn't make time um, because the time's there. Um, it's always been 24 hours a day. It doesn't matter when you started Jesus time or now. Um, it's always been that. It's just a matter of setting aside that time and putting it as a priority in your life. It's also important to be intentional with your relationships. Like I know at least we can always use the excuse where we're too, we're too busy. And so in order to combat the busy, the idea is, well, I'm just going to check out for a little bit. I'm going to scroll through Facebook or I'm just going to check out for a little bit and take a nap or I'm just going to check out for a little bit and veg out on Doritos and a Dr. Pepper. But really, <laughs> like those things don't satisfy the the hole that needs to be filled when you are busy. And so um, being intentional with, with God, like Matt said, is, is the top priority. But then even beyond that, like there are times where I find myself um, telling the boys, just go play. Like I don't have the energy right now. And, and, and in my mind, I'm thinking I just need to rest, but maybe what I really need is to spend some laughter with them and, and really be intentional with them instead of wasting 15 minutes on, Facebook or or something that I'm justifying in the moment of, I just need a break or I just need to check out. And so I think a lot of times we um, get caught up in that, uh, that need for rest or that need for that checkout moment. And and we all need those, but it's really easy to go to the things that don't fill the, the, the hole as well. Morgan, you're going to find that out with the baby coming. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Sleep I, when the baby sleeps. Yeah, <laughs> then do dishes when the baby does the dishes, yeah. and do your yeah. hair when the baby does his hair. I mean, it's just really you just have to take care of your heart. Yeah, yeah. Dad keeps saying to Austin, "Your life's about to change." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because honestly, like if you think about it, my husband's 28. He's always just done whatever. I mean, even being married, we're pretty independent, and he's able to do what he needs to do, and I'm able to do what I need to do. And so, but I think it's going to be the biggest blessing. We're so excited. Oh, well, of course. I can tell you, it, it is a life change. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember nine years ago when Brock, um, and I guess it's all right to tell this, but when Brock was born, I struggled. Um, when we first brought him home from the hospital, um, they talk about women and um, uh, postpartum. postpartum. Yeah. I, it was me. I mean, it was completely me. I mowed the yard five times in two days because <laughs> I just had to get out of the house because yeah. he would cry. Brock would cry and I couldn't do anything. And it was the most helpless feeling I'd ever felt because I wanted to fix it. I'm a fixer um, and I couldn't fix it. And literally we had to have guys from the church come over and pray for me because Satan was just coming at me because I, I had never, I, I kept asking, when does life go back to normal? And my adult friends looked at me and said, dude, this is your new normal. (laughs) I didn't like that answer at the time, but it's been awesome. Um, But just understanding that it is different. So tell us. I talked to someone and they were like, I didn't realize how much of a life change. Like you, you can't really, until you experience it, you don't know 
how it is. And so, um, well, guys, we just really want to thank Matt and Kylie for coming on. And we just want to ask you before we close, if there's any last minute advice you want to give, we know you work with a lot of teenagers or to anyone. Is there anything or, else? Or even about their new adventure? Yeah. How can we pray for you? How can our listeners pray for you? Anything you want to add? Um, I, I would say for us in general, we're always up for prayers because, I mean, God God works through prayers. Mm-hmm. But um, for us, um, that God would continue to work through Kylie's ministry with FCA, my ministry um, as a teacher, and then with the Life Point too. But our, our goal as a family has always been that our lives would impact people for Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we want to see. That's what we want our, um, our focus to be so that God would continue to do that. Um, we get to work with some amazing people and to get to see some amazing life change. Um, but it, it, there's always room for more and more prayer in that. So yeah. that would be awesome advice. Um, I would say, uh, like we've been talking about, make God a priority. I mean, I think our lives are just, just show that, um, you can be busy and God can still be a priority. Um, and we don't do the best at it. You might see her screaming at me or me screaming at her every once in a while, but, um, we still know that we love each other and that we've put God first. Um, and we want our boys to know that. And we want everybody that we work with through the community to see that too. So, um, yeah, put God first and he'll do some big things in your life. And you guys really inspire a lot of people. And I read a verse last night that said, not only be hearers, but be doers. And I feel that like that's what you guys live by. And you know. Well, I'll tell you what. It makes me feel old because <laughs> these girls right here, uh, I've had since probably like 10 years now. Yeah, I've yeah. had a Douglas. And now we've got Sam playing baseball yeah, with Brock. Yeah. So you guys have kind of been a part of our family already. And I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what. You guys are blessed, not just because of a podcast and everybody listen, but your family mm-hmm. is unbelievable, and your parents are pretty cool. So They're big-time helpers, and they're kingdom-minded people, too. And your granddad will talk my ear off every time I walk into the shop. Yeah, so. I'll walk in every time I want conversation. He knows everyone. It does amaze me how God places people in mm-hmm. your life in, like, wow, 10 years. Like, I wouldn't even thought we've known each other for that long, and just how he works and seeing how he can grow in communities and friendships. It's really neat. It's neat also to look back and remember the memories that I have of coaching you in yeah. seventh grade and not a, not a thought in my head at that point of sitting in your basement in <laughs> 10 years yeah. doing something like this. Like, you just made that crazy. sound creepy, by the yeah. way. <laughs> 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 Whatever. It's all good. Yeah, I know. I have a, I mean, you were having kids at the time and now I'm having kids and it's yeah. just. And she's going to play basketball and yes. we're going to start this cycle yeah. all, all over again. again. Yeah. And then you're going to coach again at yeah, she's calling me old. That's what she's saying. That's not too far away. <laughs> I like to mess with it. Oh, that yeah. is so funny. Well, guys, thank you so yeah, much. It was such a blessing it. having you on. And um, if you do not have a church to go to, or you are a teenager looking for a youth program, I'm sure Matt and Kylie would absolutely love to have you. And if you already have a place, pray for them and pray for what they're doing in their ministry for our community. And um, if you have any questions for them, I am sure they would be absolutely willing to answer them and talk to you. They are great mm-hmm. people. And so we just really appreciate you And guys. do you care if we pray for you guys? No. I think that's oh, probably that, a good way to, that to end awesome. this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. pray. 
Dear Lord God, we thank you for your presence, Lord God. Um, we thank you that you are here with us, Lord God. Whether it's a basement or a church or wherever it is, God, you're you're there. Um, I thank you for these girls, Lord God. I thank you for the Douglas family, and I just pray that you would continue your blessings on them um, through this podcast, Lord God, and just through all their endeavors that they have, um, that they would continue to keep you first, Lord God. Um, they have already done that. They've been an inspiration to our family just as much as we have been to them, Lord God. And I just pray right now that you would be with Morgan um, and the baby, um, and we just pray that you would uh, help her to be the mom you want her to be, and for Austin as well to be the dad you want him to be. Um, help them to grow her in you um, and for her to come to know you soon, Lord God, and that she would be a follower of you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much. Guys, thank you for listening. It's so good to be back. Go out and remember to just be real. Bye, guys.